0: Thanks for tuning in to the Renew Life Church Lubbock podcast today. We hope this message encourages you as you allow God's word and his presence to change your life.
1: How's everybody doing? You glad you came to church? Did you need to come to church today? Yeah, you did. I I know I did. Hey, we're really glad all of you are here. And uh, as many of you know, uh, we have uh, uh, some special guests with us today. And um, so I want to introduce to you Ben and Heather Armstrong. Why don't you guys make your way up here? Can y'all give them a big hand clap? These <laughs> these two are uh, special people to us into this family. And um, I'm going to go ahead and just tell them what you told me. Ben said this is his favorite place to come. So. Oh, it is. That's true. I mean, you got some pretty cool people. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You are in Texas. There's prettier places, but there are not prettier people. That's you know that's what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's look at look at. I look, say. Look yeah. at the, think so. So, yeah. uh, no, Ben and Heather, just amazing, amazing people, and uh, you know they they do they've been pastoring for a very long time, yeah. And um, they love people. They love prophetic ministry, and uh, they just do such a great job, really. That that everything they put their hand to, it just it just kind of prospers, and you can feel it when they're around, and you can feel it when they're in the house, mm. and uh, so just get ready, get ready to receive everything they're carrying because they are ready to pour out are come you on. ready to pour out yeah. Can y'all give it up for I'm them it. one more time love Thanks. you guys love you Keith
2: yeah we super love you all here and and Keith and Natalie are our absolute favorites and it's actually fun for me for my wife to get to experience y'all um and 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 she's fallen in love with you too so come on we love it
0: we do Thank you for hosting us so beautifully. All of you have just loved us, and it's special.
2: Yeah. So, What do you want to say,
0: baby? I don't travel so often, but he travels a lot, and so to see the fruit of what he, you know, gets to, to be a part of is so beautiful. I so thank you. you. Sorry. <laughs> My eyes are
2: starting to sweat.
0: Okay. No, every allergies. Time, every time he comes back from here, he's like, I love this place, I love Lubbock, I loved it, Midland, I'm like, all the time, and finally, he's like, you gotta come, you gotta come, I'm like, okay, I'll come, and so, I uh, just thank you so much for all you do and how you've hosted and loved Ben so much, he loves yes. you a lot, like, he he goes all over the world, so, it, kisses, and it's the heart.
2: <laughs> it's a big heart.
0: Big heart, Yes. <laughs> but and Mid- and like midland. Texas. he likes midland too but um i i don't know when i just said yes to coming i'm like just been praying into under this church and yeah. into this family and i really um i had a dream mm-hmm. and i just saw marriages and i was like oh i feel like we need to go after marriages and just um that connection and just release strength to marriages so if you are married your husband or spouse is not here, even just stand, but stand together if you're married.
2: Wow. Look at you guys. Okay. God wants to bless marriages in this season. Yes. And there's been a definite shaking going on all over the world for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And, and some of you, you're like, what are you talking about? I've been shaking in our marriage for a long time <laughs> before that. But it just <laughs> intensified. And God is actually doing something with that to actually Mm
1: -hmm.
2: really shake and marry you together in a way you've never been connected before. And we're excited about it. Just hold
0: hands if you're by your spouse. And I just thank you, Jesus, for each marriage that is, is represented here for each husband, for each wife. God, I just thank you that you renew their strength, you renew their marriage. And I thank you, Jesus, that today going forward that there is a new wind in their sail, there is a new wind of hope, there is a new wind of strength, there is a new wind of connection. And I just thank you, Jesus, for strength of marriages in this church and in this city, God. I just thank you for a revival of, of marriages that there would be such a connection and a, um, a level of, I can do this. And I just thank you, Jesus, for covenant. I just bless each one. Yeah. In Jesus' name.
2: And, and God, we declare this over all of these marriages, that you would do something so unique yes, in this church body that everyone says, man, you need to get to that church because if you go to that church, you'll learn how to really be married. Mm-hmm. You'll actually, that something happens when you get there that heals your marriage, yes. that mm-hmm. teaches you how to be the best husband, how to be the best wife, how to be the best married couple. And, and I, I really feel like you guys are gonna be standard bearers for marriage. Mm-hmm. So we declare that over you in Jesus' name.
0: And if any of you have that, I just want to give up, I just say no today to that. Yeah. And I just rest- I breathe that restoration of I can do this. My stake is in the ground. My marriage matters. I will not give up. Yeah. Jesus' name. So with that, Romans fifteen thirteen. may the God of hope fill you. Fill your marriage with all joy. Fill your marriage with peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I just release hope and strength to each marriage in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Good job, baby. Love you. All right, you can be seated. Oh, this is going to be fun. Keith, could you uh, grab me that chair? I'm going to sit because if I don't sit, I get distracted and I get really like preachy at you. Uh Libby's going to come up and she's going to preach with her fingers with me and we're going to partner preach here this morning and I'm going to do something maybe a little unique uh for all of you and so you know we're family right Keith yeah till we'll see we'll see <laughs> We're gonna have fun. My wife has been hounding me about this this message. Um, she's like, "You need to change the title." The, my old title was "The Science of Communion" or "Union with God," because I like, you know, the idea of science. It just sounds cool. But um, she says I need to change it to uh, "Entrainment." Entrainment. I'm like. Okay, you're sitting there looking at me like, hey, you just used a big word. And, uh, you know, we are at church and you can start playing anytime. It sounds more anointed when I, you know, oh, yeah, there You see that? Oh, my goodness. My preach just sounded better and I wasn't even saying anything. Oh, Libby, you're awesome. But in trainment, we're going to talk a little bit, some big words, you know, I like those cool, you know, expand our vocabulary and the science of what God is doing. But I I really believe that one of my roles as a leader in the church is to to go places and help make sense of the season. And uh, if you know what season you're in, It's easier to actually happen to that season than that season to happen to you. And I don't know if you've ever been frustrated before. Anyone ever been frustrated? Let me see a show of hands. Okay, four of you. Wow, Keith, I'm going to another church down the road that was all frustrated. Now, we've all been frustrated in our life before and part of that frustration comes from not knowing what the heck is going on in our life. What is happening to me? What is happening in this season? God, what are you doing? Now, I love being a prophetic guy. I love to absolutely know what God is doing all the time. The problem is, God doesn't always share everything that he's doing with me all the time. And we live in mystery. which invites us to live in a place called faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please you. So you gift us mystery so we can display true faith. I don't know what's going on. I can't see the future. But I trust you, God. That brings so much pleasure to your heart. Lord, help me bring pleasure to your heart. you brought your bibles, you can open them to Genesis chapter 1. I love Genesis chapter 1 because this is it, it's it's the beginning of creation. You see Father, Son and the Holy Spirit partner together in an incredible way to establish the science of reality. It's it's pretty cool. There's going to be some times during my preach this morning where I may close my eyes. And I want to invite you in those times. I'm, I'm, I'm still here with you, but you can engage as well. Maybe you're not used to the preacher closing their eyes. Like, what, what are we supposed to Oh, my goodness, he just closed his eyes. What's going on? That's okay. You could close your eyes, too. Don't worry. I'm not going to sneak up on you. Holy Spirit might sneak up on you. But there are going to be some moments where I I am not okay anymore just preaching without preaching fully connected to God. I'm not okay preaching without me encountering God myself while I deliver the Word. Because the Word of God is so powerful. And it was established in Genesis 1... And all creation happened through the Word. Genesis 1, verses 1 through 3, and I'll read it in the Amplified Version. It says this, In the beginning, God, or Elohim, created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. God can do anything with nothing. You're like, I just got this little amount. He's like, yeah, I can do anything with that. Well, I got nothing, God. Great. Good enough. I'll take it. I've got that. And he formed the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, or it was a a waste. It was emptiness and darkness was on the face of the deep, the waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering, moving, vibrating over the face of the waters, and then God said, let there be light, and there was light. I feel the vibratory presence of the Holy Spirit in this place. The same Holy Spirit that hovered over the waters at the very beginning vibrated. Vibrations or frequency actually gives us form. This table has a frequency that gives this form. Blake has a frequency God established that frequency and he vibrates with the nature of God that he himself established for Blake and it's so important that we recognize that vibratory some scriptures say the brooding of the Holy Spirit what's brooding? have you ever seen a a chicken lay over its eggs? That's what brooding is. It's that vibratory presence that actually the vibration creates warmth and establishes identity and establishes new life. You think about it, we were born out of a womb, right? In water, in a dark place. This was darkness over the waters. Just like a mother broods over her baby, nine months, and then new life springs forth from the womb. This is that, the brooding of the Holy Spirit, and I can feel it in this season all over the world. You're like, ah, oh, this sounds kind of, you know, a little out there, Ben. God is establishing something new. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a lot of shaking going on in the world. There's a lot of shaking going on in every corner of every place in the world. And I travel all over the world and I recognize shaking. The problem is sometimes we think it's the devil shaking everything and it's not. It's not the devil doing it. God is releasing a shaking in this season. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28 through 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and worship God with reverence and awe for our God is consuming fire. I want to read a little bit more of that because I think you need to get the context beforehand. In Hebrews chapter 12. <clears throat> verse 26. At that time... His voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The word once more indicates the removing of what can be shaken, that is created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. God is doing something right now and he's releasing a shaking until all that's left of you is the truest you that he planned from the beginning of creation and he's vibrating over you. And what happened at the beginning is Holy Spirit broods over the waters, and that same brooding presence is here. You should feel it. Sometimes I close my eyes and I try and see God. Have you ever done that? You're like, "I'm ch- okay." Yeah, where is he? Or and then or I try and looking for him, I'm trying to hear his voice have any of you ever been there try to do that and it's like I see nothing I hear nothing great, stop trying to use those senses and realize you are made up this is science, you're 60% water and the Holy Spirit vibrates over the waters of your life to establish communion with him communion with his purpose we were created in the image of God in the image of God we are created both male and female he created them he created our image there's no confusion there there's only confusion when I put my eyes when I put my focus on something else my focus right now needs to be on God how are how are you vibrating in my life this is called entrainment I'm going to come into entrainment with you There's this cool deal, actually, if you put two metronomes that are are swinging at different time and different phase, and you put them together, you bring them close enough together, they'll begin to move together in phase with one another. It's called entrainment. It's the science of union with God. And God is releasing a vibration. And I don't need you to figure out, God, what do you look like? What are you saying? What are you doing? No, I just need to be with God. It's, it happens in worship. Here's great science. Okay, I got, I got notes for my science stuff. Here's a good one. It's called entrainment biomusicology. Ooh, what do you think about that, Lizzie? It's the synchronization of organisms to an external rhythm. What happens in entrainment, what happens in worship is I begin to vibrate with the frequency of heaven. And what happens there, all my problems seem to fall, shake off. We used to sing a song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. What's my job? My job is to vibrate with the frequency of heaven. How do I do that? Through the word of God. Through the worship of God. The word of God trains me. It transforms me. It's that word of righteousness that's written about in Hebrews chapter 5. The mature God is bringing us into maturity through actually vibrating with His presence, moving when He moves, moving how He moves. If there's confusion in your life, let the Holy Spirit brood over the waters of your soul and shift you and let it shake all those things off. If you think it's the devil, then you don't actually receive the shaking of the Lord. You're just trying to avoid every shaking. You're just trying to avoid everything. The problem is, sometimes I come into entrainment with the wrong frequency. Baby, can I tell on us? Yeah, are you sure? The other day, my wonderful youngest daughter, she's 20 years old, And she's in a season where her life's super important. You know that season where the sun and the moon and the stars revolve around the importance of your life. So this is kind of the season that she's in, and she's awesome, she's amazing. But her and mom had a little bit of a kerfuffle. You ever heard of a kerfuffle? That's a kind way of saying a fight. And, and Heather's telling me about this and I should probably pay attention to my clock. I like this table because it hides the clock. It's like I got all the time in the world. And they're having a little kerfuffle. They're having a little time. And uh, Heather tells me about it when I get home. And then here comes Maddie from work or hanging out with pals or whatever. She comes blazing in the door. And I, I said, hey, uh, May, do you you have a mess to clean up with your mom? No. And just blows by me. And then Heather says, see, see. Yeah, I see. Well, we're on our way out the door to go to dinner with friends. You know, we're, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be awesome. We get in the car, and Heather makes a statement that is kind of threw me off a little bit. And now, I'm coming into entrainment with a different vibration. It's frustration. It's irritation. And we get into a knockdown, drag out. Well, we, we didn't knock it. She didn't punch me. Praise God. But we we're driving out of our driveway. We get on our little dirt road to go out of our our property. And we're in such a fight. I put the car in park and I open the door and I'm like, fine, you go to dinner with our friends. I'm going home. And then she gets so mad, she gets out the car on the other side. The car's running out on the road and yeah, it's still parked, but it's sitting there and she gets out of the car and now... She's like, Well, I'm not going. If you're not going, no one's going. And we're having a unique entrainment experience. I am vibrating with the wrong frequency. Now, here's the great thing the closer I get to God, and the closer I get to my wife, and the healthier I am, the quicker. I recognize when I got out of entrainment with the Spirit of God. When I wasn't vibrating with the right frequency. I'm not paying attention to God. It's called repentance. Repentance is entrainment with God. Let me read you a story. Acts, no, I'm gonna go to John chapter three verses 1 through 18. I don't know if I'll read it all. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus. He was a a member of the Jewish ruling council. This guy was a smart guy. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you're a teacher that's come from God. No one could perform all of the signs that you're doing if God wasn't with you. Jesus replied, very truly I tell you no one can see the kingdom of God unless they be born again. And Nicodemus responds, it's like, hey, how can someone be born when they're old? That's That's weird science, Jesus. That just doesn't... How's that work? Surely an old person can't enter his mother's womb a second time and be born? Jesus answered very truly, truly, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born of water and born of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to the Spirit. You are entering a new season of connection with God. And sometimes the very first step is repentance. Like, you get born again a lot of times in your career with God. I don't know if you know that. It's called repentance. Have you you ever asked Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior? Lord, I believe in you. Lord, I want you. Lord, I love you. I'll do anything for you. And then a couple of weeks down the road, a month down the road, a year down the road, oh my goodness, you just sinned. But you're a believer. I thought I was born again. Yes. Well, you need to get born again again. It's called repentance. I need to reapply the blood of Jesus because I just stepped out of phase, out of entrainment, out of resonance. Wow, big words, Ben. Yeah, big, but it's science of the scripture. It's not out there. Holy Spirit. I'm vibrating with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, maybe you shake. Maybe maybe externally you see a manifestation on people. Sometimes entrainment looks like someone weeping. Sometimes it looks like someone shaking. Sometimes it looks like this. It doesn't have to look a particular way. I get to come into repentance, which actually restores the accurate vibration, so I take on the form God intended for me. It's the new covenant. Go ahead and close your eyes for a second. some of you today the first act of entrainment the first act of vibrating with the frequency of God is to say God I need forgiveness God I, I and there might even be some people in here who've never actually repented in the first place. you never said, God, I need you. God, I believe in you. I want to vibrate at the frequency of heaven. And let's start with those. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, you've never come into entrainment with God, and you need to repent and give your life to Jesus, I just want you to, as we're sitting here with our eyes closed, I want you to raise your hand and say, yeah, that's that's me. I, I want... I want Jesus. I want that. I want God to shake off everything that doesn't belong anymore, think everyone's in. But then there's some of you in the room that you're like, yeah, I need to repent because I've been out of entrainment with God. I've let a different frequency, different airwaves control my life, control how I I respond, control my focus, and I've gotten off the frequency of the Spirit of God. And if that's you, I just want you to raise your hand and say, yeah, that's me, I'm getting right with God. Come on. Holy Spirit, come put your hands down and I just want as as you're there I just want you to sit and receive and recognize the Holy Spirit is, is brooding over you, he's hovering over you he's vibrating over you and he's releasing a frequency that brings you back into your true identity there's brainwave entrainment, the practice of entraining one's brainwaves waves to a desired frequency. God, you train my mind. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the glory of the Lord are being transformed God, we look at you. Light is a wave. It is a frequency. And that frequency changes me back into your identity. And I'm transformed into your image with ever-increasing glory. What glory? The glory that comes from God. God, you are training me in your glory. You are releasing your presence in ever-increasing measure. Say Ben, I, I I don't want to walk out of this place with some without real practicals of what entrainment looks like. These are some of the ways we get we begin to vibrate with the frequency of heaven. Already said repentance. If you want to learn about the shaking, go back in Hebrews chapter twelve and learn about the discipline of the Lord. Discipleship discipline is actually shaking off what doesn't belong until you vibrate with the frequency of God and what he intended in your life. It checks my attitude. It checks my heart posture. It checks my response. It checks my response when someone's sitting at the stoplight too long when they're on their phone and I'm irritated with them and you know, honk their horn like, hey. Get off your phone, idiot. Oh, no, you don't say that. I mean, you think it, maybe, but you would never say that out loud. No, it's our response to situations. Worship is entrainment. I begin to vibrate with God's nature. I declare who He is until I, I recognize Okay, this is who you are, God. Now I see a true picture of you and you declare I was created in your image and that actually gives me a true picture of me. I need that. I've got to have it. Prophecy brings you into entrainment. Why? Because it tells you about who you really are. Lizzie, you are worshiping today and I heard, I heard, I know we're in church, but I heard... Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Don't worry. It's a song, but it's a bad song, so you shouldn't. You're like, No, but I, I, I heard that over you, and I felt like um, God was going to highlight you in, a, in this season in such a way, Lizzie, that um, people are going to be like, oh, my goodness, where did this lady come from? And you're like, no, I didn't just show up on the scene. This is not just a poof, here I am. I've been here with God for years. I've been in the intimate place with God for years, and now you're seeing the result of that. I've been vibrating with God on this frequency for years. You're just coming into entrainment with what God already established in my life. And I bless that in you. Prophecy brings you into entrainment. Susanna, right? We had a moment yesterday. Because God spoke to your life. He spoke to situations in your life. But he also declared over your identity. And something happened in that moment because you became more you. Why? Because someone got connected to the Spirit of God. The vibration of the Spirit over the waters, and then what was in God's heart comes out of his heart, and the Word came out of God's heart in creation and declared, let there be light. It was Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in the declaration. But with Susanna, I connected with the heart of God, the vibrating presence of of God, and then I connected with the voice of God to declare something in Susanna's life, and it established a new frequency. Maybe not a new frequency, but the original frequency. The origins of what God has created you to be. The testimony is entrainment. When I share the testimony of God, When you share the testimony of God out on the streets, all of a sudden, people see God. They feel God. Why? Because they're coming into entrainment. And the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So that testimony vibrates me into my future. This is crazy science. This feels good. This is awesome, Ben. I know. I know, it's the word of the Lord. Speaking in tongues is entrainment. I'll end with this. Oh, do I... I... Keith, I'm supposed to be done two minutes ago. Can I have an extra couple of minutes? Okay. <laughs> it's not true. Okay. <laughs> Come into entrainment. All right. <laughs> speaking in tongues is so important because when I speak in tongues it says that the spirit himself speaks with wordless groans wordless vibrations to establish me what? to establish what? the deep things of God the deep hidden things, things that I don't know, I can't figure out, but He establishes them in me and He establishes my identity. When I speak in tongues, it's actually coming into the vibration of the Spirit. I don't know what God's establishing. I don't know what God's doing in that moment, but I can trust Him. I need to figure it out. My buddy Ray Hughes great prophetic guy worshiper he's amazing he was in a restaurant one day and this gentleman and his wife were in a big fight and this guy was being bad words to his wife i mean really ugly really atrocious really horrible and Ray's like, I, I, gotta, I gotta do something. Like, I, I, can't, I can't stand this. What do I do? So he just yells out in tongues. And, like for the next five minutes, just got going off in tongues. And this couple's like, What is going on? They forgot their fight, and everything got silenced in that moment. It changed everything. He stops, goes back to eating, and they were silent the rest of the time. Why? Because entrainment. He superimposed a superior frequency. And there is a battle for the frequency of our lives and our identity right now. There is so much options to vibrate with the wrong frequency. And God is shifting things for us. I need to silence myself. Some of you, you need to start getting up early in the morning. Not because God is louder, but because everything else is quieter. And I get up. There's a couple of mornings a week. These are my treasured mornings where I get up super early. And I go away, and I sit in a dark room, and maybe I play music, worship worship music, or maybe I play nothing. And I don't start with prayer. I start with entrainment. I don't start with trying to see God or hear God or feel God or whatever. I just start with knowing he's there and recognizing, God, you're here. Whether I can feel it or not, I am connecting with you until I vibrate with the frequency of God. And when I do, I can tell when I'm in entrainment with God because brilliance comes out of me. Thoughts that aren't my thoughts start happening. Identity and confidence comes in me and I didn't say anything, I didn't do anything, I didn't preach something, I didn't heal anyone, I didn't prophesy, I just was with God and when I'm with God, I am Ben. Better than I've ever been. And then I see things accurately. I start seeing uh, people and I start seeing situations and I know the word of the Lord for that situation. I know the power of God for that situation. And I vibrate with that until I become the Word, and then I declare it. And it is something that is powerful. Why? Because it's the same frequency of Jesus Christ Himself, the Word of God made flesh. I was just in Estonia, and I was preaching. And there was one moment where I got lost with the Holy Spirit and I started speaking in tongues. Five different people in that room said you disappeared and Jesus was sitting in your seat. I don't know how that happens. It's just entrainment. What if you vibrate at such a frequency where you're like Moses when you come off the mountain and your face is shining? Oh my goodness! Like, could you put a bag on your face, a veil on your face? Because that's convicting. That's a, you, You're scary. You look like God. God is shaking things right now inside every one of us. It starts with me first, then it goes to my home. Then it spreads from there. My wife always says this, revival isn't revival till it shows up in my home. You can have great services at church, but until it transfers to my home, transforms my home, until my home starts vibrating with the frequency of God, then it's not really revival. And God is transforming every one of us. And God is releasing us. And God is empowering us. And He is, he is transforming us. And Whitney, I didn't forget you. Uh, are you, are you going to be where is Where did Whitney go? Oh, there. Are you going to be here a second service too? Okay, good. Remind me, wave at me so I can give you your prophetic word because I got one. Why don't you stand to your feet because I'm out of time and I it says negative 53. Or is that just like, maybe that's it's kind of red color so it's kind of Christmassy. How many of you need this? This is the word of the Lord right now for the moment. It may may have sounded a little weird at the beginning, a little complicated but it's actually really practical. They talked about vibrating with God today. They talked about Uh, coming into entrainment and the right frequency and all this stuff. Like, yeah, it's all science. God owns all this. But it's actually simple. God's science is simple. Partner with Him. God, would you come and would you brood over us to establish our truest identity? God, would you come and hover over us until the frequency of the waters in us vibrate with the frequency of what you want us to look like, which is you. And God, I pray that there would be a new urgency on every one of us to be quick to come back into alignment, back into phase, back into resonance and entrainment with you when we get out of it. Be quick to repent. Be be quick to change our mind. Be quick to remind us of our prophecies, of what you declare over us. That God, this season, it would be established and it'd be the dominant frequency. There's this study of heartbeats and and they put heart rate monitors on a bunch of people and then they sent them in the room and they said the most influential person in the room What happened was everyone's heart rate began to beat with the dominant person, the most influential person in the room. Guess who's the most influential? Jesus Christ. And when my heart comes into entrainment with Him, it begins to affect every heartbeat that is near me. Every place I come into, you begin to release the atmosphere of heaven. And people find their identity. Lord, would you release that. The, the world is desperate for identity right now. Because they're out of faith. They're out of entrainment with you. But God, put me in entrainment so they can see what you look like. In Jesus' name.